Okay, hola. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Excellent. So. Uh, so this is like mother, like son. My name is Aaron Morrison. Um, I am your son. You yes. Are, you are my mother. I am your mother. Yes. Yes, and I'm a grandmother as well. And you are also not of my child. Just to be clear, not the, my, our, my older brother has children. Oh, yes. And you are the grandmother to those children. Yes. I don't have any children, is the distinction I'm making. Oh, you're making a distinction. Okay, so yeah. I have three boys. So apparently yeah. one of my boys had some kids. So now we call them, <laughs> I call them my grandchildren. <laughs> and they're pretty awesome. And you're the uncle. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, yeah. Being yeah. an uncle is cool. Um, yeah, so that's that's a good point to make you have three three sons i have three sons yes no daughters i have no daughters um i thought well i sort of was going to have some <laughs> i thought in some ways but all my well, yeah. all my nieces right now are having girlfriends daughters are having girls which are i'm kind of like their mom in so many ways because i've helped them through lots over the years and when they can't talk to their moms because they're all the same. <laughs> yeah, you're a, a sort of female role model for the entire community in a way. I think sometimes <laughs> I am. I don't know all the time, but I'm not always a good role model, but I'm not always the bad one, I guess. So that's not so bad, I guess. No, well, I, I don't know. I've always liked to think of you as like a sort of liberator of women in your community. You seem to be more emboldened after they talk to you and stuff. That's true, actually. That's very no, true. You, there's been more than one of your friends that have left their husband. Responsible, <laughs> like no, not not your fault at all. It's not my fault. Just, I'm just saying you inspire in them a courage yes. to like take control of their life. Yes, when, it's when they're not unhappy. Great. Yes, yeah, when exactly. they're not happy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because like it makes you so sick and you don't look well. I mean, I remember I've been in some my own relationships. And when I look back, you know, they say, oh, it's really great to have pictures. really great because in that picture, sometimes you can see how unhappy you are. And it's usually when you're really overweight, puffy, drinking too much because you want to hide your feelings. And when you look at those relationships, like in the beginning, they're really good. Everybody looks really good. And then towards mm -hmm. the end of it. So I know that if I stay in, one, in those unhappy relationships, I'll be dead really soon. So yeah. I'm turning 61 and I've chosen to stay in my happy place and everybody can call it what they want, but it's my happy place. When I'm there, so many great things happen to me and that's, you know, being in the moment and that's like just yeah, staying you just, in the you moment. Don't, you don't want to settle No. for now just to try to like make yourself feel comfortable for the present moment or something you're holding out for what you actually want and deserve, right? Well, yeah, because, you know, I'm becoming 61. So that generation was told that we were taught that you took care of the man and you took care of the children and you never complained. And there were so many things you were allowed to be abused. You were allowed to be, people were allowed to touch you. Mm -hmm. You were a woman. You didn't really have uh, a say or we didn't think we did. But I think I knew it from way, way back when I was really young and I'm fighting it. And that's yeah. why, you know, I had some really bad experiences with my father and things and molestation and all that. But the great thing was away from that and not continuously have that happen. Mm -hmm. So 
from somewhere really young, I had that strength. And yeah, yeah, I don't not know. to keep the cycle going. Yeah, like yeah. I wanted to change it for my children. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my father around my children. Mm-hmm. Never met him. Uh, thank God, because <laughs> never met him. No, I, Chad has. Well, you met him, but you were very young and well, you don't I, remember yeah, I have him. No yes, I saw him once. Yes. at a family reunion. Yes, but I did not talk to him. No, you weren't or allowed approach to. Him. Yeah, you actually said that I could if I wanted to. But I said you. I oh, thank you. Oh, cool. I didn't know <laughs> I said that. I thought I just told you no, no. <laughs> no, you said that it's up to us if we wanted to, but no, I've never had any reason to. We have a step grand. We had a step grandfather. Yeah. Who was, as far as I knew, my grandfather my whole life. And yeah. And it's the people that are there that are your grandparents and your definitely. parents. Or it's not the people that, you know, put a sperm in someone else or you have this great night and then all of a sudden you become a parent and your dad or your mom. Because it works on both sides, not just mm-hmm. the male side. It works on the female side as well. And it's not about that. It's like, who's really there? Even if they're not the greatest. You know, because my stepdad wasn't the greatest with me. For some reason, I reminded him too much, I think, of my mother after she was gone. And so he treated me like he was in a relationship with me, but it wasn't a relationship, which is mm-hmm. really strange. But it's just the way it is. Yeah, you like kind of slid into a open space in his life. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, I, well, my mom told me when she was really sick and she was leaving, please take care of him. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, when your mom's dying and you're... How old were you when she was dying? Um, oh, gosh, I was... Well, you were three years old or two years old. So I this think. was like 23 years ago. I'm 26 for everyone. Yeah. Anyone wondering? Yeah, so probably 23 years ago. About 23 years ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And she said, like, look after him. And in that moment, you want to grant anybody, any person that you love dearly when they're passing. And and I'm the type of person that I take it to heart when I make a promise. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really believe in the afterlife that the energies are still there and they're around you. So I didn't want her mad at me. I wanted to have good energy around me. But I will never, I just tell everybody out there, don't make a promise you can't keep. Yeah. Because later on down the road, yeah, just say, you know what, mom? I should have said, mom, I love you and everybody will be fine and it'll all be good. And that's what I should have said. Because then I wouldn't have been committed for so many years. Because I love that, a... like the idea that you cannot make the promise, but you can. There's still other options of things you can say yes. to make to make them feel better and give them the comfort they need. Yes. But not like lie to them or give yourself this sort of yeah, it's un- like... or anything. <laughs> well, it's not fun because I mean I never. Um, well, I have to be careful what I say, but I'm pretty much told my my sister this and stuff, but. It's, um, you have a dream for your parents when you're growing up and it's not always your dad. It's someone else that comes along and then you're very disappointed that that your mother is not seeing the same person that they should be with. Mm -hmm. But then there's so many great gifts that come out of that. And my sister is one of them. Mm -hmm. So if that hadn't happened that way, I'm sure I would have had somebody maybe, I don't know, but 
um, you just want the happiness for your parents as well as for yourself. And when you see them making, even though it's your dad and they're making bad choices, that's when I learned that, you know, when took me a little bit longer, I kind of had to go back there, but, um, uh, realizing that, uh, it's change it for your children so they don't have to stay there in that abusive and, and you can change it. It's yeah. people tell you, Oh my God, it was so bad. Yeah. It's so, but so many people are having it so bad. I yeah. think if you talk to every third person, you're going to find, and it could be even less than that. Well, one but of, they've been molested or yeah. something. So. Two, two out of three women have experienced, will have experienced some sort of sexual misconduct in their life. And I think it's like two out of six guys or something like that. Well, that would be one third. But it's something, it's two out of seven or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty, it's it's inordinately high. Yes. That's over a third of the population of women yeah. are going to be sexually harassed. Yep. And it goes on and on, you know, like it goes on because it was so pre- predominantly Normal. male time and all the advertising which i blame all the advertising on that that everybody tried to have this really perfect family and you saw like leave it to beaver and all that kind of stuff but it wasn't going on in the families because the government introduced alcohol and cigarettes and they knew it all was all toxic and all these different foods that were toxic and stuff and people were getting addicted to sugar and Nobody's talking about anything about to do whatever you want to that person. The man is. Well, the man yeah. is. The woman is not allowed to do anything for yeah. sure. Yes, thank you for correcting that, yeah. Aaron, because it's so true. I, it wasn't only when a man married a woman, that woman was legally his property. Oh. We have to remember that our laws that are currently on the books right now were made in a time when women were the legal property of their <laughs> That makes me nauseous and I just had a snort there. Sorry, yeah. but I was just like, I mean, what? it's like, it's hard. I can't, we can't talk about this without me bringing up Brett Kavanaugh, who was to the Supreme Court. I know. Court, the Supreme Court of America. We're Canadians, but we, to me, this is a human issue and it affects the entire world. Yes. And American culture, I think, drives global culture in a lot of ways, whether we like it or not. I think it well, does. Well, for sure it does. And for so sure. it's it's very disheartening, even though I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they confirmed him literally today. I know that they have a ruling on Tuesday, and they want him to be able to rule on that ruling on Tuesday. So. Wow. It's happened. I mean, it. he'll be on the court for the rest of his life. Well, it'll be interesting because, you know, I think that we're all missing something here because we're always, we have so much media going out there and so much uh, talking about this issue. So everybody's thinking about it. Excuse me. Sorry. Everybody's thinking about it. And the more we think about how much we don't want something, the more it is there. And I really, truly believe that I'm finding that every single day of my life right now, after I've been meditating and all that stuff, the more we put on there about how bad this is and how unjust it is, and it certainly is, but every time we share that story, it just keeps it going stronger. So what are we going to make a change about? Mm-hmm. I agree with parts of that. Yeah. I disagree with parts of it for sure. But um, I, I do agree that like, even if like 
things like this have always happened and there have always been people that have been upset about it and have talked about it mm-hmm. and nothing has ever changed yes. so i like agree with that part that we like we can we're we should be upset and we should be angry but like at the same time we should do things yes to actually change it in our community itself yeah. because it all starts in the community because if you look at the whole picture it's overwhelming I mean, there's thousands of people out there. Mm, yeah. If we look at that whole big picture, we feel frozen to actually be able to do anything because we're just this it's little. It's impossible, yeah. Yeah, it's this little peon here. But if we go like to our neighbors and they're really having yeah, a bad with day, every single relationship you have in your life. every yeah. single relationship that person. And if you're in a different energy, like people will say, well, I can't talk to that person over there because maybe they're on the street or something. Well, guess what? If your energy isn't there, you're not going to contact that person anyways. So, but be mindful Mm because there is going to be a time, there's going to be a person there that you should be helping. You can't help everybody. You can't help every person on the street or you're going to be on the street with that person. Yeah. And everybody chooses their own. And I, and I, and people will argue with me about that, but everybody chooses their journey because we have a right to say yes or no. And I've had so many of those moments and I said yes and I should have said no. And, and, and it's been a, a challenge for me. Like it's because all of the stuff that I said yes to that was so bad and I did it anyways have haunted me through the years and so those will be other discussions that we'll probably have because one day something like that well that's kind of what we're doing with this podcast you and i have an all right a pretty good relationship i think i think we have pretty good relationship um i don't think that it's the best relationship in the world happened which is completely fine it's getting better every day which is great well, we haven't been around each other for three years and you've evolved as a person and uh, your mother's had a lot of shit to go through. <laughs> so. Yeah, I evolve. I would evolve seems to connect, like say that I would change. I would say I became, I found my voice more so than anything else. Yes. I was more myself yes. than I, I was, I was able to have the space to Yes, and I, yeah, so, yeah, that's a better way to explain it, yeah. It's an interesting, growing up in a smaller town here, I feel like I grew up not having anyone that agreed with me on, like, anything. Mm -hmm. Like, no one thought what I thought about anything. So it was like, I I moved always around people that thought the same thing as me and, like, agreed with me. How wonderful. Yeah, it was very exciting, yeah. I know, I was happy for you to be there. That's why I was okay with you going, because I knew you needed that. And um, you can't you can't tie your children down. They when they're growing, you need to let them grow. And it's very difficult when they're so far away. But at the same time, they need to be far away from you because you're really not okay right now. <laughs> you need yeah, to do some growing, point. and everybody needs to do growing. You know, going out there and being in the world, paying bills, and you know, trying to make it on your own. And yeah, you can be hungry. I remember eating macaroni and ketchup for like, I love to stay at this house because it wasn't my my home where everything was not happy for me. It's young people there and you know, you we always bought the cheapest thing, which was macaroni. Maybe that's why I still love macaroni. <laughs> I can have macaroni anyway and I'm pretty happy. You like and I'm macaroni very... and tin tomatoes and that's the grossest thing to me. And, but you gotta have cheddar cheese on Oof, top. You gotta no. grate that. You gotta have cheddar <laughs> cheese on top. And I love that. I can fucking, and I gotta have it as a meal. 
and feel so happy because I didn't have any food. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that time too, I was, Oh yeah, definitely. I think I was, and I was smoking marijuana. I was at this house where there was no parenting going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you were out of your parents' house at that point. I was out of my mom's yeah. house. Yes. At that point. And, uh, after myself in that house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like I really did anything different. I just changed locations where nobody was nagging me because mm. I should be in bed and I should be going to school, which I hated. And so I would be at this house and it was so awesome because I found other people feeling the same way where like I was an artist uh, and they wanted different things for me. And, and um, as a free spirit, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I'm 61, so that's 19 fucking whatever it is. And, you know, free love and no what, the expectations. 60s, right? Yeah, I think like into almost oh, the seventies, no, probably the seventies. Yeah, nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, I was plus, born in fifty-seven. So, 67 so, plus yeah. four, so seventy-one. Seventy-one, yeah, with the bell bottoms, free love, going to concerts, being with one person one day and being with another person the other day. Nobody cared about anything, and and <laughs> it was really fun. It was like you went to work to make the money so that you could. You know, I never paid for, well, I was a girl, so I didn't really pay for any drugs, and they were so cheap anyways. <laughs> well, it's true. I was a girl. I, they wanted to get me stoned, and they thought they could get laid, but normally, most of the guys got so stoned, they couldn't do anything anyways. So, it's like, yeah, they were defeated the purpose, and, you know, but I, I, I it was the live music that I did the most, and most of the time, we just smoked pot, and we just listened to music, and we would lay outside in nature, and we look at the clouds and we just feel free and happy because society at that time was just hated our guts and they hated who we were and who we stood for because we didn't want to wreck the environment. We just wanted to be around horses and be around people and dance and have fun. And all of a sudden we got to have jobs and we got to, you know, fucking not be happy you gotta have all these bank accounts and we got yeah, like there's all these rules about what all these rules like. what we can do or we, um i mean i grew up in a in a, a prince george and it was and you know it's crazy place but it was really fun at the same time i used to be called a hippie so i guess i come from the hippie generation <laughs> you get no i think that's, that's i totally am it. a hippie that's in it yeah, yeah i'm a hippie well, but i'm Can- not a hippie in like, canada though well, I'm not the traditional hippie where they, you know, you're right into nature because I do like to have a nice bed and I like to have a nice <laughs> bathroom and those things, but I'm a pretty free spirit. I can go camping. I can camp in my own house and mm-hmm. I don't care about makeup and I, if I don't brush my teeth, it's okay. I'll find a way to eat some, something sweet that gives me good breath or whatever. And you can get by. I can certainly get by. I just did that mostly when I grew up. So I don't want to just get by. I want to be in luxury, but I can go to the other side too. But why? Why if I don't have to? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some yeah. people seem to enjoy it, but God yeah. bless them. Yeah, God bless them, <laughs> but it ain't me. That ain't me. No. So speaking of marijuana, you want to talk about the upcoming legalization well, it's happening on my birthday, which is really exciting. On my birthday, October 17th, I've been smoking marijuana, and I won't say exactly because this could be incriminating, so maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say it. But 
it's been always a nice thing in my life. So I think I'll just leave it at that. But it's really kind of crazy that it's being legalized on my birthday, which is yeah. pretty amazing. It's it's kind of crazy, but you know. I it know. had to happen someday. I know, but my birthday, it's like, wow, this is so cool. It's like, I'm so grateful that finally something that has not harmed people, like other things, like other drugs and alcohol in life, because it's, you know, alcohol has affected my life severely in so many ways, and I've lost so many people to it. And I, I, suffer, I you know, I'm always on top of myself all the time not to go there. Whereas marijuana has always been my savior. It makes me quiet. It makes me think, it gets me on the outside of myself where I can look at what mm. I'm doing and how fucking terrible it has been sometimes mm. and how hard it's been sometimes to look at. And I think we need to see more of that because everybody is just so hooked up to fucking cell phones and texting. People can't even break up with you without talking to you on the phone anymore. Like, it's like, really? That's just the natural progression of communication with the progression of the technology that goes along with it. I'm sure there was people complaining when the phone was invented that people weren't writing letters anymore. And before that, I'm sure they were complaining that people weren't photographing each other anymore. I know. I know for sure. I know that. But when, it, when I see somebody in the same room texting another person in the room, when we're all in the room. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, I think it's challenging. It's just different. I just don't Is it know. necessarily wrong? Well, I think because we're not actually um, giving off the pheromones and we're not like animals do too. We still need to have interaction. I think. I believe it. For yeah, sure. no, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I would argue that communication is at a higher level than it's ever been in the entire history of humanity because this, the smartphone is everything. It is a communication. It is a device for communication. Yes. And sharing knowledge. But there's got to be a time where people put down their phones when they're having yeah, dinner and they're having. Addicted, addicted to like that anything, fucking yeah. solitaire. I don't even want to do it anymore. I'm like. Oh my god an hour goes by and all i've done well, is play so much solitaire yeah I, it's ridiculous like i'm like what am i, mean, I, I doing like, here? i like my games but i can only play one for like a week and then i get bored i have to find a new one but, but i've i've blown <laughs> up the solitaire with you, the cards you've played solitaire yeah and real cards real cards real cards. cards and i never pick up the real cards anymore because i didn't well, i mean like what are you gonna sit you can't sit in a chair and play solitaire no see i i but i shouldn't be doing it while i'm watching a show i shouldn't be doing it when i'm in a room with somebody why am i doing that anyways because it's mindless shit and i don't have to think about anything whereas if i change that around and go well why don't you think about better things and read some better things and put some better knowledge in there yeah. then maybe you're not going to be so hard on yourself that you have to fucking sit on that phone and play well balance is important yeah 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 maybe like and then you can you'll probably enjoy the solitaire more possibly no, I just get so addicted to it. I really am addicted to my phone. Mm -hmm. I I went from so funny because my girlfriend and I, what we didn't we fought those phones. We we liked just calling each other on the phone, and then we knew that when we started our USANA business, that we would have to become the people that could be on our phones because that's the way the young people are. We have to learn how to do all of that, and and now we both look at each other and like we're fucking like. 
we never, and we struggled with it for a lot of time because we fought it, you know. We didn't allow it to happen nicely. We, we were just fighting it with each other. We were like, like fucking hate this, blah, 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 blah. And now we're like, oh my God, we really need to get off the phone and we really need to get back on the phone and call somebody. Because when you're texting, you don't have a real feeling of how that person's feeling sometimes. And sometimes you can get it done in like a couple of minutes if you get on the phone and say, hey darling, this is what I'm thinking about. How are you feeling about that? But when somebody texts and, and they're distracted and they don't already creating another thing going on, you don't know how they're really feeling. That's true, but I think that's a problem with humans, not with cell phones. Well, I'm not blaming the cell phones. I'm blaming people the for not... The are just a tool. They're just a tool. Yes, thank you. But the people that are using it are using that tool to run away from yeah, everything that's happening. Yeah, but this is the problem I have is all I hear is people complain about the tools and never addressing what's actually wrong, oh, which is the people. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. just... Yeah, that's why it's every day I hear people complain about tools that we use. Yeah. Language, money, cell phones, time... These are all just things that we've made up to help ourselves live. And we're letting them live us. I know. I think you're so right, man. Like, I'm fucking, like, I'm, like, the more I, and the more I don't care. And it's not easy. I still care. Like, because I, you know, there's years and years and years and years of training to be a certain way. Or, and then when you know it's, like, not about that. It's about being in touch with yourself, loving yourself, being in the moment. And whatever it is, it's okay. It doesn't matter if it's a bad day. It's still okay. Mm -hmm. It's how long you want to stay in that bad day. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, 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 I have found that the best way to get through the bad day is to accept that you're having a bad day. Yes. When you give yourself permission to just feel the way you're feeling. Yes. Then yes. the feeling is no longer an enemy. It's just what's happening. It's just what's <laughs> happening. And yeah. you just got to get through it. And what's going to make you happy that day? Is it going to be some music? Yeah. Is it going to be... Like last night, I had so much fun. I was dancing around here. And I was singing in the mic. But I kept, I kept losing it. Because I wasn't quite there. Apparently, I was still struggling with that. But I did... I had it in here. And I was singing. And I felt so good. But I wanted to hear myself on the mic. Mm -hmm. Because I want to be able to hear my voice. And the only way you can do that is have the mic working properly and then you hear in the back yeah. of your head, right? Because if you're just singing out, you can't always hear that. And uh, it's, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have a look at that because I love and that. There's two inputs. You just try this, the second input. No, it's not that. It's the thing that plugs into it. Uh. That won't stay in there. It keeps falling down. It works when it's in there, but it won't stay in there yeah. for some reason. Maybe the well, clip's gone. Good. Yeah, maybe the clip's gone, but we'll work on that. But yeah, just getting back to music. I loved, I did a card reading and I loved my card reading. It was about, I know, about, I know I'm making noise on the counter. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just learning. Mike's right here. So. I know I'm learning. <laughs> I got to be quieter. So if there's some disruption, it's my fault. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I'm sure it's both of us. We have one mic. We're we're just starting out. Yes, this we're just is, starting we're just out. Doing it, you know. We're just doing it. We're taking it a chance. I've always wanted to have a television show, and my son is allowing me to get my feelings out there. And yeah, and, and my I'm I'm a Renaissance man, self-proclaimed. I like to do all kinds of things, and I mean, I can certainly 
put together a podcast, I think. I mean... Well, we're just going to do it. You like it or you don't. And who gives a shit? Like, really? Yeah, I don't I mean, care. The, yeah. Yeah. And write nasty things. It's all good. But yeah. if you, if you want to know my opinion about something, and um, I've been around for a while, and I always find that people that I run into always really love the fact that yeah, things. And I think if you've lost a lot of people at a very young age, um, you start to go, oh my God, I only have so much time, so I can't fucking put up with this shit anymore. And you voice your opinion and it hurts sometimes. Like people get very offended and it's like, excuse me, at least I'm telling you to your face and you're not going around telling all the fucking other people how much you hate my guts without coming and telling off at me about something. <laughs> and that's where the honesty comes from. And, and some people love me for it and some people fucking hate me for it. And I don't give a shit. So on that note, if you have any questions for 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 Grandchick, for Grandchick Grand or me, um, I also am very smart. I know a lot of things, so I can probably help maybe too. I'll tell you what I think, whether you like it or not. Um, you can email us at lmlspodcast at gmail.com. That is lmlspodcast lspodcast at gmail.com so yeah I mean if you send them and we like the questions you might hear us answer your questions yeah we'll have a conversation about it because honesty from me because and, me. and Aaron as well You'll and we have different all views honesty all the time over here yeah and we have different <laughs> views but yeah, we have we interesting views and sometimes we you know we might just I don't know what we're going to do. Cause I know there, even there's know definitely going to be times when you, when, I mean, who knows? We might never get a question ever. Who knows? But we, there may come a time when we get a question where, I mean, when we just have completely different answers to the question. Like Absolutely. Completely opposite. Absolutely. And we'll have to just both tell them both. And the yes. person will have to decide. Yeah. Well, it, that's what it should be. Yeah. It should be you answering it in your way and I'll answer yeah. it in my way. Cause you are younger than me and I'm older and I've had different experiences. Yeah, so we, we have, have different ways I mean, of looking at things. Different perspectives for sure. Mm. We're alike in many ways, but we're very different Absolutely. in a lot of ways too. Absolutely. And uh, maybe we'll get some What luck. a great mix for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get through our feelings in life and we you know, we're gonna be very honest, heart wrenching and a little uh, emotional because you know, oh, whatever's yeah. happening I, in our day and what we're, we're criers. For sure. Yeah, we're, we're we're not criers. We're people oh, that I'm really feel I'll, I'll feel things, that. which is then you cry. We're feelers, yeah. Yeah, we're feelers. Oh, I, you're right because I'm a laugher too. I'm a huge laugher. <laughs> I'm a huge laugher. Yeah. I laugh at myself all the time, and sometimes I'm funny, and sometimes I'm really not. But it's okay. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. So that's what you can get: honesty, um, crying, laughter. Good information. Rawness. Rawness. Um, I mean, vulnerability. Yes, for sure. Yeah. There'll be moments. Let, I, let, let, let the world be more vulnerable, people. Yeah. In the moment. So right now, we've done this podcast, my first one with my son, who I love dearly. And we've just been letting it go and being in the moment. We've had a little bit of a conversation today about what should we do? And we decided not to do anything really other than introduce ourselves. So I'm the mom. That's all you know. And this is Aaron Morrison. And <laughs> I'm the son. And he's <laughs> the son. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's good. 
Should we? I mean, let, I'm on that note. I'm the middle son. Yes. I have an older brother. Yeah. Um, he is ten years older than me, considerably yes. older. I yes. mean, in the in the mix of, of things. things, yeah. And then sure. a younger brother. So uh, he's like a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, you're 21 months apart. 21 so. months, so that's almost two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're like twins sometimes. Uh, yeah, kind of. I feel very much like we are brought. Oh, for sure, because you took care of him. You were like his uh, little... Uh... Yeah, and like generally things seem to happen at the same age. Yes. Like either it would happen for me a little later or it would happen for him a little sooner. It'd be present. Like I remember you guys always used to give me a present on his birthday, probably because I was such an attention whore. Oh, you were child. terrible. Like if we didn't give you a present, you'd cry and scream yeah, and be pissed the, off. So I'm that's not what we... surprised at that. <laughs> we had to pacify you because poor Aaron didn't get a present. Yeah, Ryan didn't really ever see anything so he was just there yeah he's just there. he was just there as a lump but he was there but he was so he was very smart because he had you running around doing everything for him oh yeah oh yeah you were just a little bitch at that time for sure yeah well i liked doing things so i know but i remember your dad and i were he had this book and it was called um it was something to do with numbers like people's numbers and it would, and you'd in it and all that kind of stuff. And, and, um, so we did it for all you kids, Chad, all of you. And it was spot on. And there was a negative and a positive about each of the numbers mm-hmm. in different aspects of your life. Oh, yeah. And yours was, which is very interesting, is that you will always want to take care of everybody and you will always want to do everything. And I have to make sure you don't do too much because then you're going to really hate it and you'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you become. You're just mm-hmm, like, definitely. fuck all you guys. I've been doing all oh, this yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. I've gone right over in the, into... You've totally gone the other side. And I didn't because jaded, I was... Jaded. <laughs> and I was so messed up that I couldn't be there for you, unfortunately, at that time. Yeah. To be able to stop that. But I remember, you know, I'd try to intervene because you were always doing so much. And I'd say, no, no, Aaron, you don't have to do this. And But it wasn't the right time. It was later on when you kept trying well, to do that. Well, I mean, that. honestly... The hard part about that is my least favorite thing in the entire world is people telling me what I should or should not do. Yes. Um, so the second that that happens, I immediately shut that down. So, but I'm getting better. That was back in I know. Hamilton too. Cause I mean, we were best friends, but just like anytime she tried to give me advice. She yeah. knew that I was not going to take it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the look on your face was like, okay, but I need to really tell you because this is important. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when I think about like times that I would like a cook a dinner or like throw a party or something like that. And I would just like overexert myself so crazily and have like outlandish expectations of myself. Yes. And of other people. Well, no, well, like my expectations of other people were that they did nothing and stayed out of my way. Yes. Yeah, and that's <laughs> so that hard I to could do. do it all myself. Yeah, yeah, all by yourself, and then you're mad because you did it all by yourself, and they didn't accept it the same. Oh way. yeah, and then I can be pissed at everyone for not helping me. Yeah, yeah for sure. But I manipulated it to be that way. Oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah, 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 yeah. But I also, I just I I don't like when other people are helping me. I feel responsible to them, and if it doesn't if it doesn't work, then it, I feel like I failed them. Oh, but for if sure. no one helped me, if it doesn't work, then I just failed myself. People. Yeah, I hear you. 
And me too. I used to spend all the time in the kitchen and do everything for myself. And then I'd be like a screaming new lunatic. That's why I don't like Thanksgiving dinner and fucking turkey dinners. Cause it's like, it's so chaotic and so crazy. I don't mind people being here, but it's, everybody sits on their ass, which they should apparently, cause mm -hmm. I invited them and I didn't get, could have said you, you do the mashed potatoes and you bring them, you do this and bring it. Yeah. And I'll just do the turkey and the gravy and the stuffing. And then I, that's it. I'm done for the day. I didn't know how to delegate, like you're saying as well, because I grew up where I was supposed to be able to do all that. But I had three boys. You yeah. guys were a handful. Fuck, you guys were jumping off the walls and running around. And I had a really small kitchen. And after a while, I just fucking hated the whole experience. It was like, and for me, because I had hepatitis when I was younger, my mom cooked. I don't know if you know about hepatitis infectious hepatitis abc you're you're <laughs> nauseous the whole time and she's cooking oh, yeah. a turkey dinner and you i have post-traumatic stress oh hugely yeah. and every year i would do it and sometimes three times because there's easter there's thanksgiving and there's christmas dinner and yeah. you're always cooking a fucking go through all that and try to eat at the end of the day and i am the one thing that I would change, like people say, I would never change my life. Well, that's one thing I would change. <laughs> I would have cooked something yeah. fucking else on those well, days. I think it's so I like... could still enjoy it and and not be miserable for all my family. Because I know I was a bitch and I know mm. I was miserable. Yeah. And it was really hard on everybody and everybody was on eggshells. But I couldn't change it because I just had such a bad memory about it. Yeah, I think it's about like, choose, like what kind of day do you want to have on that day? do you want to be cooking that day? Then you're going to be, you're going to be great cooking and you're going to have fun doing that. And you're going to be committed to that. But if you don't want to make someone else cook, get a caterer, ask someone else to do it. Like, and then just enjoy your day if that's what you want. I know, but you see, I wasn't given permission. Oh no, totally. Like as yeah. growing up, but like, that's that was, what we're, that, that's, that's why we're discussing now, let alone. Yeah. Like, it's like, Oh my God. Me. Like There's I hear people, I hear people talk about Thanksgiving and that at the end of it. Oh, we feel terrible. We ate too much. We did this. Why do we have to have so much food? Because really the reason why we're having Thanksgiving is to give thanks for the food we have, which a lot is and a cucumber or not a cucumber it would have been a turnip because it's you know most of the time there yeah. was at october there was a lot of vegetables going on and now we've just got so abundant and so wasteful about it i don't even love the holiday anymore because we're all dealing with our health we're all you know we want to be healthy and be around at least i do because when i'm not healthy it doesn't feel very good but why do we have to cook the turkey and the stuffing and the gravy and the potatoes that's one thing but now we got to have apple pie we got to have cookies we've got to have pumpkin pie we've got to have ice cream we've got to have all of this abundance and to make everything look pretty and there's so many starving people i don't get it because giving well, thanks for just eating can we just eat what we normally would eat without being over food is good though I know, but do we have to be overabundant? It's all I'm saying. No, no, I get your point. And by coincidence, this is actually this this it is Thanksgiving today. It's not really, but this the day it's coming out, it will be Thanksgiving yes. in Canada. Yes. Um, so I mean, let, let Thanksgiving at its root was a celebration of the harvest. It was just the fact that autumn was happening. 
it was a celebration of all the earth's gifts of food that would last so that's why it's like that's what started the idea that you should eat as much as possible because it's like your last feast before you uh, okay. fast for the winter where you're winter because you have to like make it last so it's like your like last hurrah to like celebrate the bounty of earth but like so many of like what is wrong with like modern holidays that people complain about a lot like commercialism blah 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 i think that it just it would be nice if we remembered the traditions where these actually like were rooted in and yes. get back to like the spirit of that culturally more so than religiously yes culturally because every culture has their own food for that time every country has their own mm -hmm. time to have that too like we're not religious to me holidays are cultural like christmas easter i realize that these are christian holidays and i'm not saying that i'm stealing them or anything i'm just saying to me these are cultural constructs and to a lot of people nowadays they're more cultural than religious yes yes, yes. it's just having that memory getting the presents having the easter hunt and all those things but we can still have the easter hunt we can still have all of these things but why do we have to have all the chocolate and all the bad things that are not really healthy that drive all the kids absolutely insane which drive the parents insane but have some healthier treats as well and why do we have to have so many presents of shit that we don't want <laughs> you know what i mean because people get crazy about buying gifts and then they get so far in debt Anyways, that's another whole conversation. Yeah. And it's not Christmas time. We're talking about Thanksgiving. So what I want to say yeah. about Thanksgiving is I want everybody to go and be with their family if they can. And if they can't, you can make a phone call. You can write a letter. I think you can still write letters or email a letter. You can text. You can text. Send a nice gift. But just really, really... Um, Every time you talk to somebody this weekend, say something really nice about them that you really believe is true. And it can be as simple as saying, oh my God, I love your top. Oh my God, those earrings are great. I love your new haircut. It can be anything, but be honest about it and be your day will change. Don't ask them how they are because everybody's fucked up right now and not feeling good and tired and they're rushing around, they're trying to get there. It's, so it's a compliment question and no one wants to answer it either. No, no. So just be, give them a compliment. Find something. If there's their shoes, there's always something about, it's they a made smile. You laugh that you're, yeah, you, a joke like was good. Their job. Yeah. You think that they're a good parent. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Yes. There's more things for sure. And yeah. Compliment them. Like there's all, I mean, it like, it's a little thing, just, but it goes and a you long don't have ways. To, like force it either. It just, but also don't be afraid. We're, we seem to be so afraid of complimenting each other or being kind to each yes. other. Yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. The thing is, the more of us that just say, fuck that, fuck the fear, and just like, let's be nice to each other, the less scary it becomes to be nice yes. to each other. Just listen about somebody else just for the holidays and see how your world will change. I think I'll be good. Yeah. I think that's a great note to end on. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, this was great. This was a great first show. Awesome. I loved it, too. Episode was... one. Episode one. Yay. Yeah. So I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Um, you can follow me at, at Who's Your Deity. That's deity, D-E-I-T-Y, not daddy. It's, it's a play on word. 
Um, <laughs> at Who's Your Didi on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I don't think you have any social media. No. No. So, um, <laughs> I'm the good. mother, do okay? That, I'm just the mother, okay? <laughs> maybe one day you'll have a Twitter account. One day Instagram. I'll have a Twitter account, maybe. I'm just not very. I think you'd be good on Instagram. You think so? That's just pictures. You take nice you take good, you just take pictures of nice things. Yeah, well, band. maybe. You I'm, go to see a band, you take a picture of the band. Yeah, I video them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've met some really cool guys. This Who week. knows? Okay. Instagram possibly to come for Instagram? the grand chick. Yeah, for the grand chick grandma. <laughs> Don't ever call me grandma. Just call me grand chick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Thank you guys so much. Um, like, subscribe, comment, please. That would be so great. Any we'd, pr- input. we'd appreciate that so much. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you guys. Yeah, lots of love to your family and friends for sure. Bye.